The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmark, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, yeah, great to have a chat to Michael Pratt, who had a bit to do with uh, Bobby Hill. Give us your thoughts on uh, who's likely to contest the big one next year. If you had the crystal ball out, which way would you go? Come on, for what it's worth, and we'll see if there's a, a common thread amongst the Sports Day WA listeners. Temperate Bedshed text machines there for you, 0487 736 736. A silly season started, and, of course, uh, SEN runs AFL Trade Radio, all thanks to Continental Tyres. You can get the latest from the AFL Trade uh, period on AFL Trade Radio. And, of course, Tyler Brockman, he's trying to get to the West Coast Eagles, certainly one of the uh, stories to follow on SEN's uh, AFL Trade Radio. All right, time now for the top five at five. It's all thanks to Novus Auto Glass. There's one near you, 13-22-34 is the number. Top five, the uh, big stories from the last 24, 48 hours. Let's roll from number five. Number five. That looks close and it's given. Stark strikes. Brilliant from Stark. He's done it. Mitchell Stark has the hat trick. He's chuckling. He's walking back to his mark. But the crowd will have enjoyed this. And so will his teammates. Yeah, no, it was a great performance. Uh, Claiming a hat trick, you don't do that every day. A good performance by Mitchell Stark, certainly getting in form ahead of uh, the World Cup in that warm-up match against the Netherlands. Just repeating, they were chasing 167 in a reduced 23 overs a side match. The Netherlands were 6 for 84 in the 15th over when the rain had the final say. Uh, Mitch Stark, certainly man of the match. A hat-trick and an unbeaten 22 off 24 balls. Number four. Here we go to 17. Ricky Fowler needs to hold this one. Otherwise, it is all going to be confirmed. The scoreboard will change. Tommy Fleetwood wins that match 3-1. and one. Europe get the points. And it is Europe who wrestle back the Ryder Cup here in Rome. And let's not forget where we were after whistling straights. All the talk was about a golden generation in the United States, a team that was going to dominate for the next decade after they won by 10 points. It was a thrashing of the Europeans. It hurt. We saw the tears for Rory McIlroy and one or two other members of that team as well. You were obviously at the heart of heated exchanges last night. Just had determined, were you, today to get that blue point on the board? Yeah, um, you know, I, I needed that to, to fuel me uh, today and not let it take away from what's been a great week. Um, and yeah, I, I felt like I used it to my advantage. I came out here uh, with a different level of focus, a different level of determination. I think it actually, in a way, gave the whole team a bit of a, uh, you know, lit a fire under under our bellies a bit. And um, I just wanted to come out and win another point for Europe. I'm emotional again. Take your time. I'll make a nice long question. Right. Um, start once, of the w- no, no, once, 
you know, once we got here, or actually ever since Whistling Straits, I was so disappointed in my performance there. To, to come here to Rome and to get four points for the team, um, it means a lot to me, and you know, hopefully we can just get it done. There's Irishman Rory McElroy uh, at the Ryder Cup. In fact, he had a bit of a verbal altercation with one of the caddies actually in the car park after one of the uh, rounds. But Tommy Fleetwood enjoyed the winning moment as Europe regained the Ryder Cup from a battling US, uh, wrapping up 16.5 to 11.5 victory despite a blistering American singles charge. Now, the USA remained without a win on European soil since 1993, while neither team have lifted the trophy away from home in 11 years. Number three. Richarlison and Son scores. It's Porro. Oh, it's an own goal. Joel Matip has presented victory at the very last to Tottenham. And congratulations. Um, do you enjoy leaving it late? What, what an end Me? That was. Yeah, I wasn't running, mate. I'm all right. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, fairly... Uh, eventful finish again and uh, obviously pleased to come out on the positive side. Yeah, look, I, I think I've been at pains to say that I, I don't have a, a schedule I'm marking it against, you know, it is what it is, but fair to say that, you know, we've had some, you know, significant challenges in the first sort of seven weeks of the season and the way we've dealt with them, I've been really pleased, yeah, for sure, 100%, including today. I mean, you... you Obviously, you want to put the game to bed a little bit earlier than what we did, but sometimes when you score that late, it just helps you know, continue to build that belief within the group and the spirit within the group that you know we we have that in us to to go to the last minute. Um, so, yeah, all these things, you know, like I said, they're not by design. It, it's just the nature of the game, and you know, I'm not I'm not sort of sitting here thinking we've um, you know we're ahead of like I said some schedule that. Yeah, I understand why other people probably had that in their mind because you know they're, they're kind of making prognostications on, on the information they have but for me it's just not of interest to me because I just don't know how far we can go with the group we just got to keep pushing on That's Ange Postacoglu a drama filled day at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium Liverpool had two players sent off and an early goal denied by significant human error from the referees as Spurs walked away, 2-1 winners. They certainly had an ounce of luck. Liverpool midfielder Curtis Jones was the match's first red card in the 26th minute. But the Reds looked like they'd gone ahead not long after when Louis Diaz put one away in the bottom corner. But the goal was called back, flagged offside by the sideline official. Now, VAR did not overrule the decision after a brief review, despite replays appearing to show Diaz clearly onside. No offside lines were shown on the replay. And, of course, later on in the 69th minute, Diogo Jota became Liverpool's second player sent off in the 69th minute. So, at one stage, Liverpool, for the final 21 minutes of normal time, were playing with nine players, and Spurs just got the winner right at the end. But anyway, you can only beat who's on the park, and Liverpool... uh, Unfortunately, for all the Liverpudlians, we're down to nine men. And when you're down nine against 11, it's always pretty hard to win. Number two. They're five metres out. Kenny goes to the short side. Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary. He goes through. Cleary under the post. He has a kick to take the lead. And maybe the Panthers towards a famous three-peat. Full time. The Penrith Panthers three-peat. 
We've witnessed one of the most remarkable comeback games you'll ever see. And Nathan Cleary. Champions want the ball when everything is on the line. And Nathan, with a cape on, has stolen their third in a row, the Penrith Panthers. Yeah, amazing. And we've discussed that uh, quite at length, uh, certainly in the run home and also here on Sports Day WA. What an incredible weekend. And Nathan Cleary with the cape on. Certainly the Superman that brought Penrith Panthers from the death with uh, around about 18 minutes remaining to come from 26-8 down to win 28-26 in one of the classic NRL Grand Finals of all time. Number one. Collingwood by four. McInerney's trying to get it out. Very Mitchell good. wore the high contact. Has to be. Paid. Collingwood free kick at half back. The clock is ticking. Shouldn't lose from here. Shouldn't lose from here. 30 seconds remain. So the time on is called. You Clock's want still numbers. Ticking. You want... N- oh, they go backwards. Yep. So backwards to Pendlebury. He stepped off his line. He's been called to play on. He's still got Mitchell. Just long down the line from here with 20 seconds to go. Back out the side to Majacek. Each kick is worth so much. Majacek is able to take as long as he is allowed. Thumps it long down the line. Five. Cox and McInerney. Cox brought it to ground. Hoskin Elliott's kick is smothered. Coleman head over the ball. And so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to Premiership Heaven. Flies, pies, win the close one. Collingwood are Premiers in 2023. Gee, that was sung over and over and over and over again at the uh, conclusion of the AFL Grand Final on Saturday. And why wouldn't they? The Collingwood fans were certainly there in their tens of thousands, 100,000 people there, 80,000 would have been Collingwood supporters. And gee, they made some noise. And as I mentioned, they certainly, with gusto and pride, sang that song numerous times after the final sirens. They were great scenes at the MCG. That's the top five at five on this Monday. Thanks to Novus Auto Glass. Don't let your old windscreen end up as landfill. Call Novus Auto Glass 13 34. We'll have a bit of a sports update. Uh, a 42-year-old Australian sporting legend is making a comeback. And you're probably scratching your head thinking, who is that? I'll let you know after the break here on Sports Day WA.